Because I feel like at first glance, you'd be like, why are you reviewing or doing Pocahontas 2? And it's Why like, indeed? Uh, you know, because I think it's relevant to what's going on right now, just with how we watch stuff. And it's, it's a nice way to kind of look back at how they continued or tried to continue these stories even for Cash Grab. Um, but regardless, I mean, you know, we chose to do the podcast, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> we're doing... Buckle up. <laughs> All right, and we are here again, and we are back again. As always, I'm Matt. I'm Drew. And this is the Back Again Podcast. This is our sequel podcast where we break down movies of the past, movies that you love. Uh, we're currently on Disney animated sequels. Uh, we're getting deep into the list now. And today we are doing the follow-up to uh, the somewhat su- successful uh, Pocahontas. Uh, it won an Oscar, but it's got 55% of Rotten Tomatoes. And there's you know some controversy behind it, so I don't know where people currently stand with it. But either way, it was a hit back in the day. So we're doing the sequel, which is Pocahontas 2, Journey to the New World. I think it's Journey to a New World. Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New World. Because the whole hitch there is the New World is America. But in this one, they're going back to England. So it's a New World because it's a New World for Pocahontas. Exactly. Um, Spoiler alert. So the movie starts with uh, John Smith, not John Snow, uh, getting arrested for treason. And that's something right off the bat that I want to comment on. I don't like that both movies open up with John Smith. Yeah. They're both called Pocahontas. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're both called Pocahontas and they both open up with John Smith. And the first one's... I don't want to spend too much time talking about the first one. Well, but yeah. the, fir- the first one has an extended sequence where it's just all about John Smith. And then after like five minutes, we finally get to like the main title and then we get into Pocahontas. But this one does the exact same thing where the kickstart of the action is John Smith is, you know, something's happening with him. Yeah. Uh, so he fights a bunch of people, fights the bad guy. Well, we find out who the bad guy is. It ends up being the governor that was uh, arrested in the first movie. Yeah, he's back again, as they say. The bad guy that's back, he's also doing this because this is these are the this is a follow-up to the exact events of the first Pocahontas. So the whole thing... It's in a this, direct sequel, yeah. Yeah, so in the whole thing in this opening is that they're trying to get approval for war to going back and John Smith's trying to stop it. Yeah, they're going right? to they're they're send the Armada. Okay. So after that happens, we cut to Pocahontas and she is with the crew and they're playing in the snow and she's upset because she's got news that John Smith died. I don't know how she got that news. Well, that's really interesting because there's no way to know how she got that news. But then it's revealed in like a later scene um, as if in response to my very question uh, that through the events of the first movie, there is actually a peaceful uh, coexisting colony, at least on the surface. Uh, and that is where Pocahontas indeed did get the news from because there are ships coming back and okay. forth from England. I didn't know if you saw this, but uh, yeah, it, there were ships coming in and out of okay, port. So, so there's definitely messengers. That's how news. she could have got the news yeah. of John Smith dies. So because she's upset about this death, she goes into a song about, you know, where do I go from here? And I like this because it's a little nice little Buffy reference. Exactly. <laughs> um, so after she sings the song, uh, the Americans come back. And uh, this is apparently peaceful times. Uh, we have, you know, the Americans just stopping by to probably continue to support that colony that you're talking about and exactly. other things. Yeah, this um, is where we see all that. Around this time, um, we see a guy get introduced uh, named John Ralph. John Rolfe. Yeah, John Ralph. 
and he's got like John Ralphio and uh, basically like you know everybody's like around the ship and Pocahontas like you know saves this guy from a horse but the guy is on the ground with Pocahontas and he don't like her so he's like going to slap her a bunch of Pocahontas's people come out and they're going to attack and then Pocahontas has to put it all calm and she's like everyone just chill out and then we see there's still tension yeah. even though that there is a coexisting colony for you know, to some extent. Yeah, and then she meets John Ralph for the first time. They do, you know, whatever exchange, and then we cut to... <laughs> we introduce who John Ralph is, which for anyone who's not familiar, it's just a Billy Zane type. <laughs> and he is indeed played by Billy Zane. <laughs> so later that night, the, the guy in the hat, played by Billy Zane, he goes to see the chief, and he's proposing a peace offering, and he wants to introduce the chief to the king back in England, and Pocahontas basically uh, volunteers to go instead of her father. So, uh, you know, that's what she's going to do. So cut to the sails to America uh, on the ship. Well, she uh, boards the ship, and she's joined real quick by another character, Uti, um, who is acting, I don't think it's ever said through dialogue, but is essentially acting as her bodyguard. Yeah, and then we also reveal that the animals stuck on the ship as well the pets of pocahontas because of course they did i mean it doesn't have to doesn't even have to be stated so uh we're sailing they try to do some more kind of romance stuff with john ralphio and pocahontas um there's a nice little transition yeah shot there and then we arrive in london and then we kind of get this big london song i actually like the london song uh, i didn't like any of the songs <laughs> there's some references in there of like people from london like you know shakespeare and some yeah. other stuff. So while we're in London, after the song, the bad guy shows up, Pocahontas, and him talk. Uh, he reveals that, you know, he's going to convince the king to go back to Pocahontas' land and just do all-out war. So I guess this is where we kind of get into the plot of the story because uh, basically John Ralph makes a deal with the king that if Pocahontas comes to uh, a ball tonight and she acts uh, classy and elegant, that will convince the king enough to not go and destroy her land. I can't believe that this ended up being the plot. We waited 20 minutes or whatever for this plot to kick in. And it's literally Pocahontas needs to attend this ball. <laughs> and Billy Zane says it best. Like he goes in, I think it's like one of the characters asks like, what's like, what's happening? What's to be of Pocahontas? And he's literally like, he, she's to attend the ball. And he yeah. says it exactly the way I was thinking. As long as she puts on a nice dress and acts all classy and such, uh, we won't kill everyone. Exactly. Is basically the, the the act two plot of this, or I guess the just the plot of this. But yeah. So after this is proposed, uh, I guess Pocahontas then... Uh, we go into a song. Yeah, we jump into a montage where they're prepping her. And they're teaching her how to be classy and it's just very uh not chill as i like to say um while we're at the ball there's music playing they're singing a song well there's yeah we, we do the dance you know we go through the whole you know routine there's the dance you know we do some dance hijinks uh uti's involved there's the meal she tries to talk to King James about the invasion and yeah. the genocide, but he says we'll talk about it later. And then there's the performance, which there's another musical number for that. Yeah, and then the bear shows up. So they're harassing this bear, and Pocahontas uh, is upset about it, and she basically you know, yells at everyone, gets everyone to stop. This upsets the king and the bad guy and most of the people. So they basically seize her and Uti and um, they it, send them to the tower. Yeah, they send them to the tower and they're all their prisoners and stuff. After this happens, we cut to a pub where somebody's telling a story about how Pocahontas is going to get killed. Hard transition. And we reveal uh, that John Smith is still alive and he hears this. And in, he, in a cool shot. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool it's shot. It's a very cool sequence. And it, and he hears this and he immediately gets on his horse and he you know, gallops away to go save Pocahontas. Along the way, he runs into John Ralphio. Uh, they eventually do a plan to go rescue Pocahontas and they do. And so after they rescue Pocahontas, we kind of are in this 
spot where she's like, you know, she didn't know John Smith was alive. Uh, she's got John Ralphio now. She doesn't really know where to go from here. So she sings another song, uh, very similar to the first one of Where Do We Go From Here? Uh, <laughs> and uh, basically she decides to go back and confront the king and everyone. And everybody thinks this is a bad idea because she's basically just, uh, you know, they, don't, they think she's going to get killed. And she's like, no, I'm going to talk my way out of it. So she goes back to uh, the king and such. And, you know, it's, I think it goes successful, but the bad guy gets all the ships to go out still. So as the ships are going out and, and John Smith goes after him, John Ralphio goes after him, uh, Pocahontas goes after him. We eventually get the whole... The animals go after him. Yeah, we eventually get the whole crew on the ship. Um, they're all fighting, they're all doing their thing. And then Pocahontas successfully uh, stops one ship, which then stops... A bunch of ships and it's a pretty cool scene but then you reveal later that it's like 10 to 12 ships well it's pretty cool because <laughs> it was like, like you know you got some boat on boat action like, wow, which i always love yeah and then it, we got a three-way and then you know we get back to the action that was actually that whole sequence was kind of rough but then there were some cool elements to it at the end of the sequence we pull out and we reveal that there's a 10 to 12 ship pileup <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the ocean yeah they did a good job and then when they show you that last shot you're like oh wow they did a really good job apparently <laughs> uh, <laughs> while they're on the ship uh john fights the bad guy and uh it looks like all hope is lost and then uh, john ralphio comes in and saves the day and then we defeat the bad guy so then we're just in a kind of a position where pocahontas is going back to leave to uh you know her family and stuff and she doesn't know who to choose she doesn't choose john smith she doesn't choose john ralphio and then she goes on the ship and uh john ralph is uh he's on the ship with her and he says that he's gonna go back with her and then apparently they're just in love which is really interesting <laughs> because like the whole thing was like the whole thing about being civilized and being british and being english is that is your sense of honor and that's the most important thing and he completely just forsakes his honor i mean they just met too i mean you know it's well, that's how it always is yeah but she doesn't choose john smith and i think they do this as a conscious choice because john smith is a murderer like yes, just to call back the first one like he you know he's a he, he kills people and then he's redeemed when he or not redeemed but he changes his ways when he meets pocahontas so in this one he still gets somewhat of a story but she's not going to end up with him so they just introduce a whole new guy that she can who's who's not as bad who, who she can potentially fall in love with and now he's going back with her and yeah well that's the billy zane type because i want to say he plays he plays the exact same character in twin peaks he plays he plays the guy who comes in for like the girl and gets like in between the main romance and then, I mean, I guess Twin Peaks happens after Bill, that. Billy Zane has had a really good career just, you know, taking women away in the final credits. Really. Shout really out to Billy Zane. Um, so after the scene, uh, it's pretty much, I guess, just happily ever after. Real credits. And uh, yeah, the movie ends. And so before we kind of jump into the ranking of this movie, uh, is there anything you kind of want to jump into and start with? So before we jump into like the ranking, I guess discussing this movie, we could just boil it down to two elements, plot and character. The plot for this movie, as we stated, it kicks in late. It's well, a lot of... I'll say this really quick, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but her going to the ball is not the plot of this movie. It is a situation that... They, it, this is almost kind of like a television show, and this is like a, an act two thing that Pocahontas has to do. But the plot of this movie, essentially, is just the repercussions it's the, uh, okay. of the from dealing from the first movie, right? I'll say this. Maybe it's not the plot, but it's the first real stakes is like the dance it seems like it to, it seems yeah, to be what everything's building up to well it's the first time she's given like an option or a choice or there appears to be stakes 
Exactly. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It feels like it feels like a kitty ride up until the the dance, and then it's like, oh, this is what. So maybe we should go into this. What is the plot to this movie? Right. I would say that this is a like a follow up to what happened in the first movie, and this is kind of everybody kind of dealing with the aftermath of this. Like you know, the bad guy is really even more so trying to just go to war again because of what happened, and he's also kind of crossing off X's by getting rid of John Smith as well. So it's just kind of another attempt to do the plot of the first one, but it involves Pope. Pocahontas now going to these people and showing them uh, who she is and what she's all about. So it, it's it's similar to the first one, but I do think that the plot itself expands just kind of on some of the ideas that the first one, you know, attempted. The plot hinges on the original. We'll say that. It's existent, but it doesn't really distance itself, I'll say, until the ball. That Because that's where we really see a new world. I want to talk about character now. Like, yeah, the, okay, yeah. The only thing I want to do is like pivot to character real quick uh, and just see what your thoughts are on kind of like at least the main characters, at least Pocahontas, John Rolfe, John Smith, and the three of their relationships and their effect on the plot. Well, you know, John Rolfe's introduction with Pocahontas is, you know, it's it's that kind of lazy kind of writing we're talking about where they butt heads in the beginning and then eventually once he discovers who she actually is, he notices how beautiful she is. He falls in love with her, and then we even take this to the to the point where he's gonna dress her up, and now she needs to win the approval with her looks. So there are themes in here that definitely do not work for me. Um, I think that that is just uh, because of the time in which they're making this, these movies. They're trying to do mass appeal, so they're trying to do these kind of lazy, you know, uh, archetypes of what they think people are like or what people want to see. But outside of that, the scenes within the scenes where they're talking to each other, and you know, they're just they're just they're stating their cases i think were well were decently executed but the overall kind of themes are you know kind of eye-rolling i just think in general the pocahontas movies in hindsight were kind of like oh the, the two of them yeah okay. the two of them were kind of a swing and a miss yeah um not a fan of the first one not a fan of this one so as always on this podcast we ask three questions that leads to a uh, final vote and the first question is does it work as a sequel um i'll just start off and i'll actually this is going to shock you drew but I think this does work as a sequel. Oh my God. I know. And the reason why is because it is a continuation of the first one. It's about the aftermath. There are repercussions for what happened. Um, it takes Pocahontas. It puts her in a new area. I kind of got glimpses of Wonder Woman when we were watching that when she goes to London. <laughs> um, but the songs are good. The animation is decent enough. And Pocahontas as a character is good. I believe the actress returns again to play her. So even though there's problems with the movie, um, based on the other kind of sequels we've seen so far, I, I don't find this one. I, I, I wouldn't. I'd be okay with a kid watching this movie. I, I'm being kind of uh, lighter with this one, but um, I can see that they've tried to put in the effort. So for those reasons, I I do think it works as a sequel. It's reasonable to yeah to like take a lighter approach because you can tell that there was effort made behind uh, a lot of the production of this uh sequel and in the acting and every element of it every every element of production but um or at least most but uh it doesn't work as a sequel for me <laughs> uh just because it is direct sequel does not mean it works as a sequel for yeah. me so uh because it does not add anything constructive to a source material that I think was like ripe for, you know, some tweaking and some retooling. Well, this is only two years after the fact. I too. know. I so know. it's not like they learned a lot. It, I know. It's, time. It, it is strange. The only, thing, the only thing they learned was that, oh, that's right. John Smith is not a good guy. Exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> at least they had enough foresight to determine that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, 
nothing constructive to add when there was plenty of material that could have been mined, even if it was just a couple years later. I don't know. No, I can understand that. That's reasonable. Like I said, I'm, I'm more lighter on it, but uh, so that's going to be an X and a check. Uh, the second question is, is it enjoyable slash entertaining? I'll, I'll double down and I will say, yeah, it's actually enjoyable and entertaining. The musical numbers are good. And for me, the difference maker is just these little moments where they just take the time. I know that in general, the themes are not the best, but when the actors take the time to act and they just reflect on certain things or they have these kind of emotional beats, um, I, 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 I like that stuff. I like that kind of effort. And even though it's a you know, direct-to-video sequel, um, when you kind of put in at least that effort, for me, it makes it more enjoyable, entertaining. And I think it's more useful to a younger kid watching because they're actually watching these things play out opposed to like an Atlantis Milo's Return where it's all just about kind of one-note characters. Um, so for those reasons, with a lighter kind of mind perspective, I think uh, it is enjoyable slash entertaining. It's so interesting hearing you be so light on this because you didn't even want to watch the sequel. I know. It does not work for me. Uh, hearing you uh, talk about that and about how it works on like performance and just kind of like on ex certain levels of execution, um, it does not work on theme and it does not work on plot. Yeah. And for me, those are your bread and butter for any any story, any type of movie. And because those don't work, it's immediate X. Well, then this is going to be, I think this is where I'm going to get kind of back on board with you because the third one is, does it need to exist? And I'm going to say it doesn't need to exist. That's very interesting. <laughs> I, right? I like it. I so, like it. But so, I, don't, I don't want it to be here. Yeah, this is kind of like a tornado, right? Because it's like, yeah, this doesn't need to exist. But they did make it. And what did they make? Well, it's almost as if they know they didn't need to make it. So it's like, well, we're doing this. Disney wants us to do it. So we're going to at least attempt. We're going to try to sneak in what we can or under these producers' noses. Uh, so that's why I'll, I'll be lighter on those first two. But yeah, I don't think this needs to exist. I want to blow your mind. I'm going to say it does need to exist. Wow. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't need to exist. Questionable if the first one needed to exist. No, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. So if you're doing that math, that's uh, four X's and two check marks. So that's going to be kind of one big X. But there is an asterisk once again next to it. I do think that this is better than Tarzan and Jane. You know, I think that this is in the same kind of category as Mulan 2. I think Mulan 2 does a better job of putting ideas and concepts out there that are kind of bigger. Whereas in this one is kind of redoing the kind of conflicts of the first one. But I, I, I do like the characters in it. So I, I think that's pretty much going to be it on uh, Pocahontas 2. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe, you like, you comment below. Have you seen Pocahontas 2? I'm sorry. Also, make sure you check out our other episodes. We're on the second half of this Disney animated list, so we only got a couple more episodes left. Uh, but make sure you check those out. And uh, you got anything else, Andrew? See you next time. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time.